0: Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. How do you know it's time to fire an employee number two? They refuse to be managed. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: and I, the word refuse is so very choiceful here.
0: It's very it's very <laughs> choiceful. And I'm going to tell a personal story that's going to, uh, to totally exemplify that. But, you know, and, and I just want to be clear, though, that this doesn't mean that they're not responding well to your micromanaging, all right, because nobody would. So you have to be reasonable in the fact that, you know uh people need to be managed in a certain way and in and, and it you got to make sure that it's actually not you mm-hmm. but what we mean here is that there's an a, an inherent disregard or a lack of respect for the structure for the rules of engagement for processes in general or for the people around them and they don't respond well to feedback yep that is like the the really big piece of yes, this check, here check. okay yep now admittedly and i know this is going to come to a huge surprise to everybody and everybody who knows me from PNG days is going to laugh. Is that I was actually very hard to manage? I know <laughs> it's a big shocker. I know, but I was always trying to push the status quo. I had a very direct approach. I didn't take well to the word no at all. All right, so I was kind of like you know my managers would tell me, but like oh gosh, I mean it's just they just knew that you know I was always going to be pushing it. But I did have respect that there was a limit. Um, and in a boundary and I accepted the feedback that if I was told I was going too far that I needed to pull back Mm -hmm. right so I always respected the fact that I had a boss that there was a structure that I could push to a certain point but once I was like gotten to that point I had to pull that back and that Mm -hmm. was my own self-awareness that I had to make sure that I was honoring that now the good thing is is that I had really good results, right? Mm-hmm. So they allow me to push a little bit more because I always deliver and I delivered in a big way. So they gave me a little bit of grace. But as I said, I had to earn that grace too. I couldn't go in day one and just like really push it. I had to kind of like prove myself along the way. And i be like, remember, you send up no before, look mm-hmm. what I did. And I was able to do that. I'm like, all right, here's a little bit more leash. Here's a little bit more leash, okay? Now, I say all that to make the distinction that people can be difficult to manage or they can be trying to manage. But if they're responsive to feedback, correction and guidance, then they are manageable. Mm -hmm. You may just need to become a better manager. And that's what we talk about a lot about, you know, there's good managers and there's bad managers. A lot of people have their ideal person that they like to manage that makes it easy for them. But most of the people that you actually want to work for you are going to push the status quo. They are going to be up, you know, going up against it. They are going to be like trying to bring new thinking in and you should embrace that. Now, I also want to make the other point that this has nothing to do with whether or not you like the person or not. Mm-hmm. And you really need to not confuse likability with manageability. Now, I know we all would like to love the people that would work for us. <laughs> I have not liked everybody that worked for me. That doesn't mean that I didn't appreciate managing some of the people that worked for me, but I would not want to go out and have a glass of wine with that person after mm-hmm. work. But I did appreciate the results that they were able to bring, I appreciated the role that they were playing um on the team. So don't let your personal feelings interfere with the making the right decision here.
1: Yeah. I, I mean I think all of those are really good points. And I think that this one, the setup is right of making sure first that it isn't a you issue right. or a personality issue. Because like Ian just said, you don't necessarily like everyone that works for you. You also maybe aren't always the best manager for people that you don't necessarily like all that much. And so I think Mm -hmm. you have to take a look at yourself first. But I do think that the first two points around the inherent disregard or lack of respect for the structure and how you want people to perform and then not taking feedback based on what those expectations are, Yep. Those are the really critical things. And I think when you boil it down to that, it gives you a lens to look through where you can fairly quickly assess that. Because I do think that there are a lot of people that don't play well with others, and it, it really is for those very specific reasons. They think that they know the way to do it and they think if they bulk the system and they're the squeakiest wheel and all these things. Or they know better than everybody else, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That they can get their way. And in fact, they've probably had success. So that's the point mm-hmm. of, this, of this episode, right? Is to make sure that we're all clear on not letting people get away with the behavior for so long and firing them when it really should happen. And so I think that If you look through that lens and you approach it from that more objective standpoint, you can get to whether it is a refusal or some other indicator that's going on.
0: Yeah, I think that's that is a really good point um, that you have to really manage the fact, too, that. You can have personality conflicts. Mm-hmm. This, uh, the objective here is not to make everybody just like you, no. or make everybody little carbon copies of you. No. but to bring out the the best in people, and and sometimes it's good to, you know, kind of fuel that rebelliousness, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and and that could be r- a really good um, way to spark your organization or mm-hmm. spark your culture. But it's the the, the crux of it is always. And I'm going to probably use that word a lot today. The crux of it is always. They are not willing to accept the feedback mm-hmm. and adjust accordingly mm-hmm. when you provide it out there. And Assuming you've set, again, very clear directions mm-hmm. and expectations for how to behave within the organization because they can't read your mind. Yeah. And and also don't take the excuse that this is just who I am. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, we, if, yeah. If you're going to take that excuse, you have to go back and listen to all the personal brand Uh, episodes that we have and do all the personal brand worksheets and then you know we'll have that conversation yeah exactly yeah all right how do you know it's time to fire an employee number three they can't get on board with the team culture april
1: always the culture Culture police police. here we go (laughs) well and i mean here you know the saying about one bad apple is really true um but it can also be a little bit judgmental because it assumes the person is then doing something wrong and this may or may not be the case. It might Mm -hmm. just be that it's not a good fit with the culture. So similar to how we talk about personal brand, that your characteristics are neither good nor bad, that's similar to what we're saying here is they are who they are and that doesn't fit with the culture of the organization. So for example, and this is always an example that I love, if your team's culture is candor and a person can't give or accept feedback and doesn't have a willingness to get comfortable to that because that isn't anyone's natural state of comfort. Mm -hmm. I always love that excuse, too. I just I really don't like confrontation. Yeah. Um, That's going to be a cause for dysfunction. Right. So as people start to try to interact with a person that is not going to get on board with the candor of the team, you're going to have all kinds of breakdowns, both for those people And for you as the manager and for the person that Mm -hmm. is on the team. And so I think that a lot of times because we want to err on the side of not building teams where we're all exactly
0: alike or all the inclusivity. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And not trying, you know, yeah. And not cutting somebody out because they're different or making sure that everyone feels appreciated and valued. I mean, those are all important things to mm-hmm. some degree, right? But here, what we're saying is it's, a, it's the person that just, when they're in the room, to the earlier point Ann made about, about anxiety, that you all of a sudden your anxiety spikes because you're like, something's gonna happen, yeah. right? And when it comes to culture, culture is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to break. And so making sure that you hold yourself and your team accountable, every member, regardless of whether you have someone that's a little bit more of a black sheep, You have to make sure that you hold them to that. And, okay, if they have a hard time, but they're willing to get training or, Mm -hmm. you know, practice, if it's a confrontation thing or, you know, if it's giving feedback in general, I just don't like to do that or I have a hard time taking it, but you can get them to work on it, that's a different thing. But if it's something that you can't change, then it just kind of is what it is and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then the other thing I'll say on this is, It's also really hard if the person is a strong performer yeah, because you want people, right, like we said earlier, that are going to be able to meet the deliverables and the timelines. And those people can be hard to find as well. And so when you get someone like that that's a strong performer, there's also a lot of times more allowances around that person and their personality and how they fit with the culture. And so... Again, because culture is a hard thing to build and easy thing to break, you really need to look more on terms of fit with the culture above and beyond and before whether they're able to deliver their work.
0: Yeah, and I mean I've I've told this story before too, but um, you know, that this was my situation when I came into to fabric care and I um I was brought in to be, because I was a strong performer, but I was not fitting in with the culture mm-hmm. and I was told on very <laughs> very clear terms that if I couldn't get on board with the culture, I was going to be moved. Mm-hmm. Um because the the culture was more important than any one person. And that is so important, especially as a, a manager, a boss, an owner, to realize is that you're only as strong as your culture and as strong as your team. And if you let somebody in that's gonna put a chink in the armor, mm-hmm. um, then everybody's gonna realize that now the whole thing has been weakened Mm -hmm. and then you kind of see some dissension start to happen because people are like uh now um what i thought this was is not what i think it is Mm -hmm. and so what else is going to be like a surprise to me or what else is going to undermine it and then the trust is all again broken down Mm -hmm. and that cohesiveness that you need in order to build strong team culture Starts to really um, to, to to diminish, and then your reputation as being a leader also starts to diminish because yep. they're like, you let this person in, they're causing like all this havoc, mm-hmm. and you're doing it at the sacrifice of the rest of us. Do the rest of us not mean anything to you? Yep. Because you're kind of making it seem like mm-hmm. that that person's important. Nobody else you know matters. And if you need any other examples of this, look at any sport team. I mean, look at any basketball team, look at any football team. And just you can pinpoint when you think about the team and the team structure and the team culture, when you have that one person who believes it's all about them, even if they happen to be a strong performer, the whole thing breaks down. So I, I, I can't think of anything else that's more important than making sure you maintain your culture. And if somebody cannot fit within that, they have to be. Yeah, and they can't be managed in order yep. to 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 do that appropriate. which I was managed, I wanted to change and I did, then you have to say goodbye. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact
1: us through our website, forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts.